One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, all you journey listeners. It's been a minute. I know you've all been waiting patiently. And here it is, finally, my catch-up chat with Nidijan, my guide on my trek to Mount Everest. He's got his new phone, which he's absolutely loving. Thank you all so much for that. In this conversation, me and Nidijan will talk about his phone, his family, his life, and his work. But please remember, English is Nidijan's second language, and the phone connection is a little bit patchy at a couple points. Just hang in there. This is completely unedited. I hope you enjoy this bit of insight into the life of a guide in Nepal. Hey. hey there. Yeah, I can hear you. You can hear me. Okay, good. Yeah, I can. The voice is good. Uh, I'm just the connection is well. I'm just uh, checking that one. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. Just having rest of, of nowadays. I had a few days like hiking before. <clears throat> oh, okay, where have you been hiking? Uh, it's just around Kathmandu Valley. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah. Man, it's, been, it's, it's been, been so long. Yeah, it's been nearly one year. <laughs> Man, <laughs> time is oh, flying. Yeah. yeah. Time Quickly. is flying. Yeah, yeah. You look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just having this, so I'm getting like, I'm gaining my weight as well. You're getting your weight? Yeah, I'm gaining my weight. <laughs> oh, gaining weight, right. Um, yeah, so, gaining. So are you at home now? Yeah, I'm at home now. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's been, I can't believe it's been almost a year. Yeah, almost. Just a few, few, few more months, then it's one year. <laughs> I know, man. That's It's like, it's so crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, so why don't, um, how, so how's the new phone going? Good? Oh, it's, it's so good. Thank you very much. It's all credit yeah. goes on you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that later. But um, yeah, so I thought what we could do is just talk about, um, you know, your life as a guide and living in, in Nepal and Kathmandu. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I thought people might find that interesting. Yeah, lots of people keep asking me. So, because it, it, yeah, I think so. It's totally different to live here and uh, share the experience. From Nepal. Yeah. So uh, so where are you now? You're at home? 
Yeah, I'm just in home now. At your home. Yeah, so what part of... So you live in Kathmandu? Yeah, I live in Kathmandu, just uh, east part of uh, east part of airport, opposite side of airport as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a little bit away from Thamela. We need like around one hour to get there by local bus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the main way you... So I remember when... Um, I think when I last saw you, you were leaving on a scooter, a little motorbike. Oh yeah, I was. Sometimes, uh, yeah. If it's uh, if the time is less, then I took the Uber. It's similar like Uber, but we have Patao and other in driver, so we can use that as well. Oh okay, yeah. In a hurry. Yeah, yeah, in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so tell me about your family. So, have you? How many? You've got children. I have a son. Like actually, my I born in like even far away from Kathmandu. It's like one hundred seventy-five kilometer away from Kathmandu. It's nearby Everest uh, region. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, tell me about where you're from then. Yeah, it's uh, the village. The district is known as a Dolakha, and the village is called Chama. It's a uh, nearby Jiri, especially before Lukla Airport. Jiri was the main gateway of. Everest trek, even for expedition and other stuff. <clears throat> oh, okay. So lots of people they start they drive until Jiri, and from Jiri they start hike. It take around seven days to get Lukla from Jiri by hike. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that place. And even yeah, even the Jiri also known as the Switzerland of Nepal because of the natural construction instruction there, the hills and the grasslands. Oh, okay. So it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And so how did you get started as a guide, getting involved in doing that? It's, it's interesting because in my in, in my village, there is no one involved in tourism industry, especially. Really? I think I'm the first person who is working in tourism industry. As a guide, even in the industry, because... I love nature since like childhood. I, I was always uh, looking for nature, you know, stayed there, been for a while in the nature. Even sometimes I like to sleep in nature at night, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I have done that as well because, you know, our village located in hilly region. Our agriculture field is around 1,400 meters by above sea level. And our actual house, it was like one, it, it is like, 1900 meter 1900 meter wow so like there is a gap uh, by is uh, uh, 500 meters so every day we had to go down to work in agriculture field and after that we had to walk up to home yeah and on and in the peak season i mean like harvesting time and the planting time we make a small shelter in in the field agriculture field then we just stay there with the animals, you know, we just keep our like cow, buffalo or goats there, chickens there. Then uh, especially in October, November, we collect hay, uh, rice. After that, we store hay somewhere in the field. Yeah. So uh, sometimes I like to sleep inside the hay, you know. I, have, I had to spend some time there. So you sleep inside the hay? <laughs> yeah, inside the hay. Yeah. Um, that was good. So, so that's the main, so your village where you're from, is that the main thing is agriculture, farming? Yeah, it's, it's still it's more agriculture and farming, but when I was like 
60 years, there was no road. But we had electricity and uh, school, that's good, but there was no road. Uh, road was there since, uh, it's been like uh, 13 years. Wow, only 13 years. Yeah, before that, there was like no road, nothing like that. So it was tough, it was hard. So we never saw like uh, transportation and anything around our village. Wow, wow. So how you just have to yeah. walk or how would you get out, like bikes or? Mm. We had to walk around uh, four hours to get a bus for Kathmandu or for other place. Wow, yeah, that must be hard. Just getting um, like shopping, like supplies and food and things from the city. You have to walk, but now you now yeah, you we have to walk a lot. But yes, but uh, you know we could grow lots of rice and wheat, millet, vegetables, potatoes in our farm. So we actually we didn't have to go that much that much time to city. Yeah. Uh, actually, we had to go for like government works to uh, district headquarter. For that, we had to work like four hours, five hours, then get boss, then get to office, like government office, then finish the work. Then we could not get returned back to home in the same day. So we had to stay in headquarters. Then next day, we had to go back. Yeah. Wow. And so you. But nowadays, it's compared, uh, nowadays, compared to the last, like those days, it's really easy for everyone. <laughs> Yeah, just drive. Well, I guess the yeah, bus just drive. The bus goes all the way to the village now. Yeah, all the way to village. Every day, like two or three bus, they can go there. Yeah. Do you know the thing about buses in Nepal? Uh, they are, compared to our buses at home, they are crazy. Like, they drive so fast. Oh, and... my God. <laughs> yeah. But they're very comfortable. Like, they have really big, comfortable seats. Oh, the tourist buses. Because there's two different types of yeah, buses. Yeah, tourist bus, they, they have, yeah, they have. Yeah, so tell me, because, yeah, there's... But, but normally, to, yeah, yeah. But normally local bus, we have uh, good seats, and they have, their speed is, like, crazy. They can drive, like, you know, like, in the narrow road. <laughs> you know, the road in Nepal is really narrow, the side, then they can drive while there, so it looks crazy there. Yeah, it's, it's a bit scary. Um, but you know, yeah, you have, is. you have, what do you call them? Is it the tourist bus? Uh, cause you have tourist bus and then the local bus and on the local bus, it's not quite so comfortable and people are packed on really tight, but then on the tourist bus, yeah. there's a lot more room. Yeah. There's a lot more room in tourist bus compared to local bus. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes in, sometimes in local bus, they put like around 40 to 50 people in a small bus. That's like overcrowded. It's like a truck, a, a truck with full of, full of rice, you know, steak of rice. <laughs> or but, but everyone seems happy though. They're all smiling. Yeah, there's no other choice. So we have to be happy with our situation. Yeah. You know, the situation is the most important and the most powerful things in our life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The situation can be anything, but we have to be happy with the situation. So oh, that's good. We're trying to be happy. Yeah, yeah. So did you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have uh, three sisters and one brother. I'm the eldest one, eldest one yeah. in my family. And my father, I have like three uncles. So it's like a big family if we stay together. Yeah. We make a joint family. Yeah. 
And so you, so you, the yeah. only person in the tourist went into the tourist industry. Yeah, I'm the only person in the tourism industry from even my entire village. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, but yeah, but nowadays some people they want to be inside because normally in Nepal, even in Tamil, we have to know some people who work in industry. So they don't check our like documents. You know, it's like more like mouth to mouth or. If I know someone in the like travel agency, I can talk with them and other people, they can talk to me and they can go to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you, there's not, yeah. you don't see a job advertised tourist industry. You have to know someone to get into it. Is that right? Yes. It's, it's, we have to know and we have to be able to do work as well. Yeah. So when you got into it, did you know someone that helped you when you started? Mm, yeah. One of my friend he was working as a trekking guide yeah then i just go with him and i did just few trek in Kathmandu since 2012 13 in 13 i went to tibet as well to mount Kailash side wow but not in a lhasa side lhasa side is more historical historical side and mount Kailash is the mountain it's a very spacious place every hindu people wants to be there and it's a, one of the mysterious mountains on planet Earth. It's just 6,800 meters. Wow. And nobody has been on top yet. And no one has what? Nobody has been on top. Oh, no one's been to the top? Nobody. Is that because it's spiritual and you're not allowed? Yeah, it's spiritual. And even China, Chinese government, they give permission to climb every, every year before they did. But nowadays... They also maybe get tired, so they are not giving any permit to permit to climb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that's that's cool. After, yeah. Yeah. After that, I went to Malaysia for work. I worked there for three years as a quality assurance. Then I returned back to Nepal in 2016. After that, I'm just doing trekking guide now. Yeah. And in Nepal, is it yeah. is tourism industry is that seen as a good job to have? To work in the tourist industry, I feel it's it's one of the best job without having you know great uh, qualification. I mean, like in Nepal, if we want a good life, we have to be doctor, pilot, engineer, or uh, CA, chartered accountant. But for the normal people, tourism industry is a is a best one. Yeah. Do you find it hard because yeah. obviously you must have to spend a lot of time away from your family, from your 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 son and you know yeah sometimes i feel hard yeah sometimes i feel hard yeah it's family but we have to work for family so i'm going there as a it's my job so i go there i enjoy the nature i enjoy the people you know every people is different so we can share our knowledge each other so it's it's a good i i just miss but not really yeah yeah i i suppose i mean if you're thinking about it for your family that's good Yes, yes. Yeah. Um and I mean obviously yeah you get you get to meet people from all over the world all the time. Yeah, that's why we always say that we, we don't have to travel the all the world travel to us. Oh yeah, you, you so don't travel the world, the world okay. travels to you. Yeah. 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 Yes. I, I like that. That's so good. Can, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, so I, I remember, you know, when I went so they've changed the rules now. You're not allowed to do any solo tricking in Nepal now, are you? You have to have a guide now. Yeah, the government said like that since April. Mm. Uh, but it's still, I can see 
like some people they are doing trade by themselves. Oh, okay. Uh, I think government decide to do this according to the like client or guest safety, not because of you know you are not allowed. It's right. only it was in since long time. It was in like restricted area like Onaslu, Upper Mustang. Those places you are not allowed to. Nobody allowed to go without guide. Mm. But other place we could. <clears throat> it is a good part for Nepal, but somehow in my opinion, I feel like a little bit wrong at the beginning. Because if we bring those type of law for country in tourism industry, the tourist flow will be less compared to now. I mean previous year, because lots of free individual traders they will come Nepal for trekking. And if we stop doing, if if we stop you know doing their trade by themselves, it will be a big uh, crash for economy as well. I think. It's my opinion, but other people think it's good. Yeah, I suppose it's kind of you can look at it two ways. I mean, people are going to be less likely to get in trouble, but then, yeah, less people because some people just like to travel by themselves, especially if they're experienced. Yeah, being alone alone is the one of the best things. I think even I feel like if I go somewhere alone, I feel like good because yeah. we don't have to take someone else. You know, risk. I mean, if we got trouble, we have to face. I mean, personal person who can travel alone, they have to face. If they are in a group, everyone we have to go together and face the problem. So it's like it's a good thing to do solo trek as well. But yeah, I think it's more safety about the client. Yeah, I, th- I think especially because when I went there. Obviously, I was going to do it solo, and so was Hanky. And then we obviously met up with Keshab, and then he put us together. And in the end, it was so good yeah. being three people instead of being one. Uh, yeah. You know, especially with, you know, obviously the altitude sickness and things like that. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm just thinking back. Man, I can't believe it's been almost a year. Like, it's <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, I remember... I was thinking in the the podcast, you know, like I feel like it's such a, a bad thing, but like, you know, when I went ahead and you had to run all the way up to, to see me, like, <laughs> man, no, that, what, what that was you... a good exercise for me. I, yeah. I will, I'm like, I just been there and just get back. Like, I, I didn't feel that tired. I don't know why. You must. Yeah, I, I was really good. Yeah, I mean, but that was that was stressful. I felt so bad. I was like, "What?" And I, I just like, I was like, "Oh, you know." Sometimes you make a dumb decision at the time, and you just don't really think. And I just like didn't. I don't know. At the time, I felt like I was making the right decision, and then, like, pretty soon, yeah. I realized that that was a bad decision. And then, obviously, it got worse because I got so sick. Uh, yeah, but um. In the end, it's kind of like I'm kind of glad it happened because it made the experience like more exciting. But yeah, yeah. that that altitude. That's why that was good. You did, yeah. Sorry, you did that one, so you got altitude sickness. <laughs> At least you got fans to experience that, you know. <laughs> oh man, I wouldn't wish that experience on someone. It is so bad. Um, oh yeah. At the night time. I just remember at night I was because in the day I was okay like I was hiking I was going okay but it was at night like that was the worst just oh yeah so anyone listening to this right now don't go too far 
just little small bits. Yeah, don't, especially after 3,500 meters, we should climb only 400 or 500 yeah. Yeah. a day. After that, we could, if we are really good or if we have been on high altitude, that's no problem. Mm. But the first or second time, it's, it's really tough. Yeah. Uh, it looks easy, but it's not easy. Yeah. And that's the problem is because at the time, you feel fine. Like I felt perfectly fine, and then it, it's not till like the next day or many hours later that it catches up with you, and by then it's too late, you know. Um, so yeah, it's. But uh, yeah, I just remember that day you running all the way up, and I was like, oh my god! And then you had to run all the way back down, and it was getting cold. But you know, yeah, you just sort of like I remember you sort of were like. <sighs> Okay, you just sort I of... Think I might took cut. like a one, one hours to get down, I think. Even less. Yeah, <laughs> but it was quite a long way, you know. But, uh, I, yeah. That, that, that is that is a long way, but I didn't feel that I've been working all day. Yeah. I've been working, I think I took like two hours to get up and one hour to get down even less. So yeah. It was good. Have you had any... Um, so what's the weather like there now? Is it winter now? It's a... Um, uh, last week it was really bad weather, but nowadays since yesterday it's looked better. Okay, so is it winter season? Sorry, you just cut out. No, it's a monsoon. Monsoon, monsoon season. season. Oh, okay. Yes, it's the monsoon. So what does that mean? It's like a rainfall, rainfall season. Yeah, just non-stop rain all the time. Yeah, sometimes it's non-stop rain and it's very hard to see the clear view because mostly it's foggy, cloudy, and it's very very hard to see mountain yeah but if we saw mountain at this moment one of the perfect scene we can make like just above or below the mountain we can see cloud then greenery green hills after that white mountain after that the blue sky it's like colorful picture we can make in the monsoon but it's very hard oh yeah but if you can see it you get that green in there um so how what's the so you do trekking all over, like all over the place in Nepal. So what are the main places that you normally do? Like the main treks? The main treks I normally do is like mostly Everest on Nepal Base Camp. And Everest, normally we do Everest Base Camp only, or we can, there is our Everest Sea Pass. We did one pass, there is other two pass. Hmm. So we make a digital circuit from Namche, go around and do three pass go to base camp and return back yeah yeah and it depends like uh so if some people wants to do five days trek six days or ten days we do more on a Pune region like on a Pune base camp nowadays we can do in six days or even can make longer with gorepani pun hill trek it's called panorama trek as well yeah and some people they do on a Pune short trek that's take like more than 10 days nowadays because of there's lots of places they have built a road so easy to get us to the like 3000 meter or 2500 meter normally we can drive up to there then start trekking then after a pass there is a good road so nobody wants to walk after tiredness you know so they just took a pass and they take a bus <laughs> yes is that cheating <laughs> It's, but nowadays, at some point, it's all right to do trek. But some point, we had we had to we had to walk beside the road. So sometimes it's better. Yeah, yeah. 
I suppose it depends, you know, at the end of that long day and if it's raining or bad weather. I remember you telling me about that day yeah. where you said, um, where you met your friend, the German Shepherd dog up in the snow. Remember? Um, oh, that was, one of the, that was one of the hardest day for me because uh, at the beginning, even they said we want to go to each like two, two night extra trek, just to like a, a beside trek from the main trek. Then I called to the Tilicha base camp, to the hotel, and they said our hotel is open and people are still coming. But they also did not inform, and we also did not ask to the like in the only way the hotel is open or not for the long time, you know. And we, when we get while we get there, we feel we feel like oh, every hotel was closed. <laughs> then I decide to just get go around because if we go continue two days, we had to work like without lawns. Yeah. So it was hard. Then there was lots of snow. Some point I had to go crazy. The snow was above my tea, you know, like a heat. Oh like, yeah. So it was like almost one one meter. <laughs> well and the client your client that you he wanted to keep going, she wanted to keep going. Yeah, they want to keep going and at some point, they said they asked me, "Is this a, an a, actual trekking trial we are going to?" <laughs> oh, the trail! They thought you might have been off the trail. Yeah, they did thought that one, but I was sure because I've been there many times. So even there was a dog with me. When while we found a dog in mountain, <laughs> if there is a snow, that's a, another good point. They can help us. They always try to find a good way. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so. So, nice. so you were just going along in the snow, and this German Shepherd comes along, and he he says, "Follow me." Yeah, and he took he you. Was, he, was good. he took you a long way too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. And have you seen that dog since? No, I, I was, last time I was there, um, March. No, no, April, May. And I was looking for a dog and I asked to the people, local people, and they say, the dog was here, someone keep uh, as a pet, but after that, they just released. So maybe he's still around there. Yeah. I I, um, I love the dogs in Nepal because they're just free to go like live their own lives. And some people would yeah. think, you know, people might think, oh, that's the dogs don't have a good life because, but they love it. They're so happy. And, you know, like they, they just get to cruise around. They're all, they seem pretty friendly and they all seem to be pretty well fed. I think people feed them. Yeah. So, you know, they're very happy. Some, some people in New Zealand, they think that they're being nice to their dog by putting it on a chain in the backyard. That's not a nice life for a dog. You know, yeah. but while we go to mountain, yeah, they have a really good life. I think it's in the, the Nepal, it is. A country for everyone, you know, for animals, for dogs. We all are looking happy, happy around here. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is free <laughs> and happy in Nepal. The dogs are smiling as well. Yeah. Um, and you have that day. Uh, they are so kind, yeah. yeah. And and there's the, the festival of the dog, where the dogs get one day of the year where, tell me about that day, you know, where they get the um, tikka. It's coming. I think this year it will be in uh, November. And, and what happens on that day for the dogs? Oh, normally on that day we we worship other animals as well. It's a, it's called Deepavali. Even it's called Festival of Light. 
So there's a five like message sender or message taker who can take, you know, I forgot the God name, it's called it's a God of Day, you know. So we can send him to the message, so please don't take me to the heaven right now. So while we worship the cow, you know, go uh, dog and crow as well. Yeah. So there's five other it's like five days festival. Yeah. So first day we, we worship crow, we put some food on the rooftop, then crow come and eat. After that we worship dog. So in that day, we make a garland of flowers like marigold and other flowers. So we just put on their neck. After that, we put tikka on their oh. uh, red or yellow tikka. It, then we feed them good food like bread and other food. It's so funny. It's because, a good festival, I think. Oh, it's so good because I remember when Ashley and I got to Nepal and we didn't know. We had just got there the day, the last day of the festival, but some of the dogs were still walking around with the garlands around their neck. And the Garland, t- yeah. <laughs> like the days, like even like a week later, they still had the flowers around their neck. They were loving it. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. We have that. After that, we worship ox, then cow. After that, the final day, we put the chica. It's like more brother and sister festival as well. Yeah. We just uh, worship sister normally, worship the worship or brothers long life yeah and same as brothers or for sister long life so we put seven colors tikka on forehead yeah yeah uh, it's it's so it's so cool i i love that um yeah what do you you know in terms of like your future guiding like what do you so you want to sort of grow maybe a bit more your own business and and that kind of thing so tell me about what you're doing with your own business mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm thinking in that way because uh, one of my friends, he already registered his company, but he, he even in, in beginning, he was telling me, please, we can go as a partner. And if I go to open a new company, I mean, from the basic, it's there's a government org and it's very hard. So I'm thinking in that way because I can go with him, so I just have to invest a little money in company, then he can be good with that as well even if i bring up lots of clients even troublemaker they're also in good base yeah so i can work for myself or i can work with other company yeah. because it's more freelancers right we can choose other company as well all ah, right yeah. but at the beginning you know you know why i want to start a business is my son yeah he's just now he's 10 but before he was nine years old and once they you know, since long time I was trying to go abroad. I mean, like Europe or other country for work, for better life. Yeah. And my son, he wants to be around me anytime. <laughs> yeah. Even while I said I have to go check, he always asks me for how long. <laughs> yeah. Then he said, "There, why we should not start a business uh, rather than we try to go other country." Yeah. So it is a good option to start maybe where I'm doing, you know, checking or other stuff. And one of other friend, he is uh, looking for that dog chew. That's the hard cheese. It's really famous in other countries like U- USA and Europe as well. Yeah. So he's oh, uh, looking chew. for you know, dog yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we found some, if we make a contact with some like dog food supplier, we can uh, send 
them dock you from here with a well pack with a hygienic, you know, with a, with, with a quality product. Yeah. So dogs really love that when they're when the dog dogs are around the you know child, their teeth is really itching. Yeah. So at that time they want to bite lots of things. So <laughs> Doxy will be a good one then as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'll have to um, I'll have to get some dog chews over. I'll have to try them for my dog. And what and what kind of milk is it made of? Yeah, they love it. It's made out of uh, mostly like buffalo milk. Buffalo milk. Wow. Buffalo buffalo milk. Yeah, we boil it. After that, we take the fat out, and then the rest of milk we just make. It's similar, same format of cheese, but cheese is uh, more butter. Yeah. This one is similar like with pony, you know pony? Um, similar like tofu. It's oh, like tofu, a tofu. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a tofu, but it's pony. It's made out of milk and it's a little bit hard. Yeah. I mean, not a little bit only, like way harder than cheese. Yeah. So it's a good one. Yeah. It's really healthy and good one. Yeah. Uh, also, so does your son, would he want to start a business and he can do the trekking with you one day? Uh, maybe he's. Uh, it will be good in other sectors. I think maybe music or yeah. Uh, study. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he likes to listen music and singing. So even he's participating in, in uh, school also. They they have one like educator like music class. He said I'm doing I'm doing good there. I can play some music instruments and I can sing. So I think he's good in music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, music is big in Nepal. Lots of people like all the, the Hindu music and Nepalese music and lot, lots of it. It's, it's good. It's, uh, it's, nowadays it's getting bigger, so in future it will be good. Even it can be his uh, like side hustle, you know. If he, he can make a career with something, some others, but he can take it as a side hustle. Side hustle. So <laughs> good. I love, yeah. that. I love that. how you say side hustle like that's a job. Yeah, yeah. So that'll just be a side hustle. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it's, um. yeah, it's good. You got to have that side hustle, right? That little bit of extra cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's Prem? Is he good? Sorry. How is Prem? Prem from Kish. Oh, Prem, he's, he, he's good. Yesterday I was in Sanila Booty Hotel and I've been there, so he was he was good there. I just met him. Yeah. Yesterday. So Prem was Prem was the uh, he works at uh, the Shangri La Boutique, which is where I stayed at Kishab's place. And I remember like I'd get yeah, up. He's and, still working there. He's still there. I remember getting up in the morning and he would be asleep on the couch out out the front, you know. Works all night. Yeah, most of the time he sleeps here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it's such a good place though. I love uh, yeah, it Gaia. Is. It, is a, it is really peaceful and, you know, the KK is like more friendly and especially people like to smoke weed. You know, that's one of the best places on planet all, I can say. <laughs> I remember I'd be sleeping and I could hear them partying up on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good place yeah, to go. They do, they do party a lot. It's a good place to go if you want to have fun and meet people. Uh, yeah, and at the restaurant, I love that restaurant, Gaia, next door. So good, so good. Yeah, even even uh, Lakshman who cooked there, he, who is uh, cooking there since long time. It's been I think more than oh uh, yeah, like uh, ten years. He was working. He's working there. Well. Wow. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, um, well, what's, um, what do you think the scariest moment of your tricking career, like your whole time tricking? The most scary moment, I think, I had some really tough situation, uh, but I, I like to pick uh, that the Mexican guy who said, who decided to do Everest trek in nine days. Yeah. Then it was in, it was in middle of like winter and he, might, he wasn't able to drink lots of water as well. So I told him he used to drink at least five, six liter water every day. Maybe. I, 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 but I didn't saw he was drinking that much water. So while we get Lobuse, yeah, for the 990 meter, uh, he was sick, but he did not tell me. Right. Then he had a food after that. He went to bed. But normally, I told not like after 3,000 meter. Okay, if you got any problem at night, you can come to my room. We always say our room, or you can come to here, and they will wake me up. But he did not come out at night. <clears throat> The next day morning, uh, I, I knocked his door around uh, 7 a.m. Because, you know, the, that walk from Lobuche to Gorakshep is it's a short walk, so I just yeah. let him sleep more. But while I knocked his door, he said I was sick. Even he puked next to his bed. Oh, no. And he, he had a dinner as a, a pizza, and he said, I make pizza next to my bed. You know, it was winter time. After his after his puke, the puke was like totally frozen. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, so so that's it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I still got continue. So uh, next, uh, after he woke up, I told him, "Okay, let's go back." He said, "No, I want. I'm feeling better. I'd like to have garlic soup." And he took diamonds, but if we took diamonds in that moment, it's it's really not helpful. It's helpful for a few days. So after two hours, he said, I'm feeling good. I like to go continue. But still, I wasn't sure that he could do because uh, I can I could feel that. Then I told him, no, it's better to go back. But he was forcing me to go continue because we were just eight kilometers away from base camp, eight to ten kilometers. Yeah. So I, just for himself, I went just like, 20 minutes uh, above uh, Lobuse, 
then he was still thinking to go up, but I just I told him, okay, if he wants to go continue, you do. But I don't want to go with you because he wasn't in good condition. Mm. Then we, 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 we returned back to tea house. Then I told him, okay, let's go down. After that, he said, okay, I have a good insurance called the helicopter. And he forgot to give uh, his insurance policy to the company, checking company here in Kathmandu. Uh, then I started calling to company since noon until 3 or half past 3 p.m. Then company, they said, the helicopter company, they said we could not fly today because it's 3, or, uh, 3 p.m. already. So I told him, still it's 3 p.m., we can work until 6, but he said, no, the helicopter will be here tomorrow morning, so I can survive for one night here. But he wasn't able to survive that night at that altitude. Then I decided to stay with him in the same room. After lunch, after dinner, sorry, after dinner, I went to his room, and around half past 8 or 9 p.m., he was breathing really hard. So I had an oximeter. I just take his oxygen oxygen level. You know, he was around uh, 50, less than 50%. Shit. So then I went to other hotels. I bought, like, I just borrowed the oxygen cylinder. Then I was giving him oxygen wasn't that enough. So I just, I was just taking his oxygen level and giving, giving him oxygen and the temp pressure was like minus 25 outside so it was really freaking cold there god but it's still and i did not sleep all night you know yeah and next day we had to carry him to the helipad but i wasn't able to carry him because i feel like someone should will will should carry me <laughs> oh you're so tired <laughs> yeah then there was other people so they carry him to the helipad and we just bring him down to Lukla after that. We just take him, took him to Kathmandu Hospital. And next day I went to see him. Then he was asking me what happened to me, why I'm here. So he was like totally unconscious. Bloody hell. It's, yeah, that it, was the one of the scared uh, moments I had. Yeah. And I think it, it highlights a point too that, you know, it's really important when you're up there that you have to communicate with your guide and tell them how you feel. Because if you if you don't tell your guide, then you, they don't know where you're at. And it's, you know, that that's a really, really important thing when you go up. If you're part of a group, especially sometimes eh, in a big group, people might not say something because they're worried they might hold the group up, you know. But really, if you don't feel well, you should tell someone straight away. Yeah, that, that's the main things we have to say. Because if we are not feeling good and if we say, okay, that is not okay. That will be a big trouble ahead. So if you are feeling not good, then there is, even in a group, we can continue and we can leave them there or we can send them back. We can find the option there. Even if, if there is a, some symptoms, if it's, really, it's already hitting to someone, we can see their eyes and we can tell, but at the beginning, it's in a really beginning phase, it's very hard to see how you are feeling, you know, so it's, it's, it's nice to have good communication between like guests and guides. Mm. Normally, even in mountain, you should go as a family, as a friend, you should not go as an unknown person, as a, as a guest and guide, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we can share more things. Mm. And I, I think more that, like we can. Yeah. And it's hard too because the reality is that every, like most people get some little bit of symptom of something, you know, that's pretty normal to get a little bit of a headache or feel like, you know, but I suppose everyone handles pain different. Some people they can deal with more and other people deal with less. <clears throat> so trying yeah, to get, that's, that's yeah. True, that's, yeah, because uh, even sometimes in mountain, we can get headache if we don't cover our head during during hike. And if, if, if it's really windy, we can feel headache. If we drink less water, we can feel headache. Just feeling little headache is normal. Yeah. But if we got dizziness, nausea, fatigue, you know, those are more symptoms of ALS. So we have to be careful after that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so um, tell me about, so you got your new phone and thank you to everyone that, that, that put some money in. That was awesome. So we can get some amazing photos from, from the trek. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really thankful to everyone from my core of heart because because of all of you I get these things because I never ever dreamed that I will uh, you know play with iPhone in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that's um... because I always, yeah I always thought the smartphone is just to connect it to people and thought of being thought with a new technology that we have but iPhone it's like a little bit different than others you know. I feel that when I got it. <laughs> yeah, so when you went into the... Yeah, my son, when I bought the phone, he was in his school. When he came back from his school and I told him, oh, we got the phone today. And he said, oh, he, he was happy. And he ran to home and he was playing with phone. While he thought he was, oh, it's so smooth. <laughs> he, he, yeah. He said, it's so smooth, yeah. yeah. So he liked it a lot as well. Yeah, I mean it's um I think we have the same phone, the four the fourteen Pro. Uh, yeah, it's a good yeah. phone, and uh, I think that's something I noticed in Nepal. Not many people had iPhones. People have other phones, um, Huawei and other brands. I've never even heard of actually. Yeah, like there is the iPhone as well, but who can own, who can afford, they can get the iPhone. But other people just get more Samsung, Huawei, Realme. Yeah. Oppo. So other brand is more like for those are really affordable. So mm. they like to take those on. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know the the wage, the average wage in Nepal is much lower than you know than a lot of our countries, and it's not because of you know you guys work a lot harder. I feel like than what we do, but it just works out that the exchange rate and you know how things are. Uh, so you know, I know yeah, every- I, that's why. It, yeah, that's why I said living in Nepal is. For other people, it looks cheap in the way because, uh, for example, if someone live in US, Europe, or New Zealand, Australia, anywhere, their wages per month per capital it's more away than Nepal. Even the exchange rate, if you bought like one thousand USD here in Nepal, you can stay for a long time, right? Yeah. So we have to see the things for one thousand dollar. How much work we have to do? Mm. Then how much money we can save from that? So for us, it's same as you, like in your country. Mm, yeah. It's, it's not cheap and it's not expensive. I mean, some things is expensive, but not all of things is expensive. But nowadays, after Corona, after COVID, 
the everything the price is increasing like crazy mm. even the fruits even other things so it's getting a little bit expensive but it's all right yeah manageable yeah uh yeah i mean that that's yeah that that is the thing and um in in new zealand the prices everything's going crazy and i think everywhere else in the world too yeah everywhere is um yeah yeah um i don't know do you have any questions for me before no no i don't have any question at the moment but <laughs> i'm really thankful to you because because of you i'm here it's my first time i'm giving you know i'm talking to yeah. someone i'm trying to make a podcast it's, it's yeah it's, <laughs> i never ever have done it you know? yeah at the beginning i was i was i was feeling like, i was thought that like Oh, I don't know how how I can face it, how I can do it. You know, it's my first time. So <laughs> yeah, no, very yeah, good. I'm just thankful for everything. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, thanks for looking after me while I was there, and you know, and you're just a good, nice person. And there's, you know, you work hard. You're nice. You deserve to to be rewarded. And and I know that everyone that helped out, you know, they really like doing it. And everyone always gives me feedback Nidijan, like they love Nidijan, and, and I see everyone following on your Facebook and it's so cool. I mean, on your Instagram, it's so yeah, good. In, in, in Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And, and make it's sure yeah. if you're listening, go follow Nidijan's Instagram. It's yeah. Nidijan Fuyam 10 guide. Now you've got the guide on the end and the links in the, yeah. in the description. Uh, so when do you think you'll be, when will the season be back to go to Everest Annapurna? Uh, I think uh, uh, not from travel maker. One of my friend, uh, he he is uh, because he's a guide as well. But he got two group at the same time, and uh, he have done many treks in Nepal. So he he got a one group that wants to do uh, Mount Koilas trek. So he wants to go with that group, and to the Everest he wants to send me. Yeah. So maybe in middle of September, I will go to Everest and we'll do the same check what we did. Oh, that we did. <laughs> I think we did. Uh, yeah, pretty but good. I think. Uh, I think that's the best trek, from what I've heard. Yeah, just one pass, one pass, and base camp, go to uh, go to your lake and read. That's the yeah. the main part. So they want to do same. So I think I will go for that trek in mm. September 14. So yeah, that's start. yeah. So if you were listening. If people were listening to this and they're thinking, okay, what trek do I want to do? What would you be saying to them? Like, how do, how should people choose which trek? You know, based on fitness or age or whatever. The main things for trek trekking is more. It's a like challenging challenge. You know, if we said we are we we love adventure, we have to accept. We have to be able to accept the challenge. Mm. There can be. Any type of challenge on trekking, you know, during the trek, sometimes the weather can be like different, like totally foggy or cloudy or snowy or rainfall. So we have to um, be able to face all of challenges. After that, we have to be fit by mentally and physically. Yeah. Then it depends for how long you are coming to Nepal. If you have a short day, short time, there is lots of options to do, even three night. Four days, four nights, five days, six nights, seven days, yeah, ten nights, eleven days, two, twenty, twenty-one, even for six months. You know the great, great Himalaya trial. That took around six months. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, if we do, if we do that check, all of 
taking taking root in Nepal is included on that one thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I suppose yeah, what I'm thinking is you know if someone's deciding, someone thinks okay, I want to go to Everest and I want to do a trek, but which one am I going to do? You know, because Gokyori more beautiful, a little bit longer, a little bit harder. And then, you know, the normal base camp route, a little bit shorter, not quite as hard. Um, yeah, so my personal opinion is that people should do the Gokyori one because you get to see the lakes, you get to see um, Chola Pass, and then you can come back down the normal way. So you get to see that way too on the way back. Yeah, it's nice because it's just, if we do Everest Base Camp and Gokyori together, it's just three days extra if you are really physically fit even we can do in uh, two days extra you know mm. yeah two three days extra is not longer and especially the gokyori from the top of the gokyori you could see like four major mountain above eight thousand meters so you Everest, lotse and motalu that's the one of the nice point to see all four highest mountain on planet earth so yeah. it's nice and the gokyo lake on four thousand eight hundred meter both part is nice every part is nice there but for more people if they have time yeah gokyori and everest base camp is the best one yeah. in everest region mm. and onopuna base camp if we, if some people like to see mountains just in front of yourself onopuna base camp is very very good because we can feel that we are just standing right right in front of mountain mm. So Onupuna Base Camp is a really nice one for short trek, short, I mean like five nights, six days or eight nights, nine days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, Onupuna Short Pit also a very nice one. Yeah, I'd love to come back and do that. Monaslu, Monaslu also very, very beautiful trek, Monaslu trek. Okay, so if someone was, like, uh, I was going to say, if someone was thinking, okay, they want to come and do a trek, but they don't want to do Everest because everyone does that and they wanted to pick a different one, what one would you recommend as the best one? Yeah, if some people that don't like crowd, I like to suggest them Manaslu Trek. Manaslu. Yeah, Manaslu Sharky Trek, one of the nice trek, but it's like one of the hard as well because there's the camp is long, almost like uh but we can make short, but not, actual camp is like around 20 kilometer for a few days. After that, we make a short camp because they don't have road up, uh, after 1,900 meter. We have to walk only there. Wow. So it's a nice and a mountain around the earth culture, the people, the view. It's really nice. And less people, not many, not as many tourists. No, no, no. If, if we compare to Everest and other trek, not like that. Not that yeah. much. And how long does it take to do the Manus Loose? Is it a circuit? Yeah, it's it's called Manasu circuit. If we do only Manasu circuit, it will take like uh, twelve days. Twelve days. Oh, okay. So Eleven to twelve. Yeah. Eleven to twelve days. Yeah. Or maybe that'll be. I have to come back to do that one next time. That's a really nice one. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say? What are the like? What what would you say are the most important? I remember when I came, I took way too much stuff in my pack, like way too much stuff. Like, what are the things that you see people take that you think they probably don't need to take? And what are the things that a couple things that you think are really important that people should always take? Um, always take to, better to take like a very good 
good clothes. I mean, not that much because someday we can get extra time so we can wash there. We have to be a little bit active so we can do laundry by ourselves. Even there is a laundry service we can found in mountain nowadays. Yeah. You can get there. So we can give them just, it's better to pack our bag a little bit light. Like yeah. camera phone, if you have that, definitely we need power bank we need. And in the mountain, the toilet paper that we can buy there as well, but that's important. And for clothing things, yeah, we need a really good trekking shoes. Mm. That's the most important things because if we get blister while we walk, that's the tough situation. Like I think people have to face. Yeah, sometimes people can go with a blister also, but I don't think that's the easy way. Mm. So if if someone wants to come to Nepal, they should buy the shoes and use at least few tracks, do few tracks around their country or around their home. Because those shoes used to do, then it's easy for easy here. Mm. After that, I think mostly uh, warm clothes, down jacket, and sleeping bag. It's not we can hire here as well. Yeah. So, oh, that's actually something I'll mention. Yeah. So a good point is that when I went there, I in in Tamil, you can hire a lot of gear. You can pretty much hire everything. You know, sleeping, and I would recommend yeah. it's a good way to do it. Uh, you can go there and hire. I think. It probably only cost me maybe twenty or thirty dollars, New Zealand dollars yeah, to not, hire. Not that, much. not not that much, and they have really good jackets. Uh, yeah, but I, I think the thing I I found is that you don't need multiple pairs of pants. You just like one pair of pants is enough, you know. And maybe like yeah. one or two good shirts. I I I think I had like five or six shirts. Yeah, just few short pants and long pants then like thermal coats, thermal inner inner yeah, inner coats is good. Then, uh, yeah, even the, for down jacket, in Kathmandu, we can buy, you know, not fake one. Not no original, fake. not fake, you know. <laughs> that, that's good. Yeah. We can wear really good and it costs like $40, $50 so we can use for forever. I mean, it's it stay for like at least uh, seven, eight hour, years. Yeah. So yeah. it's like North Tech, but good one. Yeah, Nidajan, he's laughing there because he was... T- so when you go to Kathmandu, especially in Tarmel, when you visit there, you're going to see, oh my God, there is so much North Face here and it's so cheap. But so like, much, not so many yeah, what, they, yeah. what they call it, um, what Nidajan calls it and the other look, they call it North Fake. North Fake. And But it, it feels like pretty... It's pretty good yeah. quality. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh you know, I think I bought some pants and some trekking they have, pants. They have mentioned it, mentioned yeah, I'm actually wearing right now a Patagonia. Um, what well, what do you call fake Patagonia? Fakeagonia. I bought it in Tarmel. I've got it on right now. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a little hard, I think, because not fake sound like fake as well. Because the F S C E we can pronounce as a fake. Yeah, yeah, I know it works well. It works well. Yeah, um, but Patagonia, I think it's a little hard. Yeah. So if people want to book a trek and they want you to be their guide, what should they do? How do they contact you and, and organize it? <clears throat> yeah, if they, they can contact to me via like WhatsApp or Instagram here, or still they like to contact the company, they, they have. We have a troublemaker company. They can go to the mytroublemaker.com. Yeah. So they can book 
to the company as well, so it's no problem. Yeah. There's a there's many ways. Yeah, so there's so yes, yeah, so there's a couple okay. options. So Travel Makers is the company that Keshab owns that uh, that I yeah, bought. I will- yeah, and so Nidajan, he contracts to a few different companies and that's one of them. Or go on Instagram or I'll put your WhatsApp in the description too. You can send Nidajan a message there and he might be able to, you know, make it work best for you. But yeah, just get in touch with him. And the one thing I would say with, you know, trekking in Nepal and everything is, it's you know it's quite affordable really uh you get quite a lot for your money when you're there um so you know it's actually a a good destination to go to if you can see a lot and you don't have to spend a crazy amount um but i still feel like you know i felt like we you know you guys were getting paid like a decent amount of money it's not terrible you know some places you go and people get paid nothing and that's you know i don't feel good about that but um yeah yeah i, I don't know it's it, but yeah it's, it's it's good it's good um yeah even everyone should think should think yeah I, sorry i every, everyone should think in the uh, different way because there is many competing each other and some company they make really cheap price you know but the pride is they just put there to show people and attack the people. But while we get inside, get in the trading or other stuff, anyway, the money will be the same because they say it depends on service. How is our service and how is other people's service? So you are here in mountain and if you, if you don't get the satisfied service with the money, so it's, it's not really good as well, I feel in my way. So better we should follow the service and the people. So... Yeah. yeah, sometimes we should not follow the price what other people put in and what we do. Yeah, yeah. How many how many times do you think you've had dull butt on your trip? Oh my god, in, we, we always we always do dull butt. <laughs> That's our main course. Yeah, early morning. I mean, like lunch, dinner. We always do dull butt. Just few times. Sometimes we just took different food. Yeah. Otherwise, they're dal bat. Yeah. So in in Nepal, they have like their main meal that they eat is called dal bat, and it's kind of like it's it's a it's different things. And some places it's a little bit different. But what is it? What do you mainly get in dal bat? Uh, mainly we, dal is uh, lentils and bhat is uh, bhat is rice. We call dal bat yeah. just lentils and rice. But beside that, we can put pickles, curry even meat, even some salad. So it's mixed. It's like a <clears throat> perfect dish. I can feel that. Like It's a perfect uh, dish. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even if we are really hungry, we can add. They have a, like addition, you know, extra supplement. So we can add and we can have more. Because yeah. <laughs> it's served, it comes out on a, on a tray and you normally get some rice and then you get the sort of the lentils. It's almost like a soup stew kind of thing. And then you might get like yeah, a poppadom or something like that, like kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's really, and the thing I loved is when we were in, uh, we went to the stupa. What's the big stupa in, uh, in Kathmandu? Um, oh, the, oh so that the white dome. It's a Bodhi stupa. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, that Buddha stupa, the big one, we had our Dalbat there yeah. and I was eating my lunch and I had eaten, you know, all of it. And then she came and said, would you like some more? And I thought I was going to have to pay. And I was like, oh, no, it's okay. And she was like, are you sure? Like, I'll bring you some 
you know, for free. I was like, what for free? She's like, yeah, yeah, of course. If you're yeah. still if you're still hungry, we can't have that. So she's they brings more over and fills it up. I couldn't believe it. It's so nice. Like in my country, this is the other day. I went to buy lunch and I bought a thirty dollar meal and it came with chips. And they wouldn't give me sauce, tomato sauce for free. I had to pay for tomato sauce and go to Nepal and they'll just keep filling up your meal for free. Yeah, not only the rice and lentils, they can add more pickles or more, you know, they can double your fillet. Like while you, what you finish, they can add same as you finish. So it's a good part. Oh, I, I love that. You know, they just... Because, you know, they don't want people to go away hungry. You know, if, you know, everyone has to be full and, and, you know, that's so good. And yeah, I was, you know, people say that it's, it's such a sad day. Like when you leave Nepal, a little piece of you stays in Nepal. And I, I've traveled to, yeah. I've been to about 30 countries in my life through Europe and everywhere. And Nepal is the only place that I've left. Like I was like crying. I was so like sad leaving Nepal. Yeah. You know, yeah. you really go there and you make friends. Yeah, it's like you really make friends when you're there. And yeah, I, I was just like, I just want to go back and, you know, hopefully not too far away. Maybe Annapurna Trek. It's not far away. Yeah. Yeah, Annapurna or Monastery Trek, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, maybe. You know, even the Nepal, Nepal is never in peace and love. <laughs> yeah. So it's home with that. And even while we go for Trek, we said we have to pack our both bag, you know, the front bag and the back bag. What do we carry? <laughs> so the Dalhat is a good option for that <laughs> as well. Uh, um, right. Yeah. Well, I um, yeah, it's been great to chat to you, and we'll have to talk again soon. Yeah, we can we can do again. I think it's it's always it's really late to you to go bed, so I think you can go to bed and sleep now. And, yeah, you need a rest. You're I'm gonna go have some dal. Do I'm gonna things. I'm gonna have New Zealand dal bat. <laughs> oh, still you don't have you don't have a dinner? No, I haven't had dinner yet. No, not yet. Oh, okay, so how is how is little boy? Yeah, he's beginning. I am. Just... He is good. He's um yeah he smiles a lot and yeah he's he's good. He's only three and a half almost four months so yeah, yeah. but he looks you know he looks already one year yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's growing up fast yeah no yeah, yeah. How is she? she's all right yeah she is good yeah she's she's probably making dal bat right now <laughs> oh nice <laughs> oh yeah. that, that's good yeah yeah uh all right well i will let you go for now and um yeah so anyone listening Contact Nidajan if you want to go and do a trek in Nepal, or just contact him and say hello. How are you? He likes to talk. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Ask him any questions, <laughs> and that's the thing. If you have questions about a trek, you're not sure, just send him a message and ask, and he can always help you. You know, make a decision of, of what's right for you. And uh, yeah, when I'm always I'm always there to help. Yeah, no worries. No one have to be hesitant to text me. They can text me anytime, any any situation. You know. If I got the internet anytime, then I can replay them or, yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. And we look forward to seeing some amazing photos when you get back into the trekking season again. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I will make lots of photos and just uh, post on Instagram and Facebook, yeah, yeah. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, say hello to your family and it's been very good to speak to you again. 
and uh, I will talk to you soon. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll make a conversation anytime we can make. And thank you very much for this uh, opportunity to be here and make a conversation with you. Yeah. Because I think through this conversation, I think lots of people will get in touch with me. So I feel like positive and good. Thank you very much. And thank you very much to everyone who just distribute their money to get this wonderful gift to me. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So I'm really thankful to everyone. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, you keep being you, you know, keep being you. You're awesome. And uh yeah, I'll I will chat to you soon. Yeah, cool. see you soon. Good night. Have a sweet dream. Okay. Give me yeah, a like, say hello to little one. Yeah. Give me a smile and a thumbs up. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so I can get a screenshot. Yeah, <laughs> smile. Go, go. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Okay, man. You have a good night. I'm going to go uh, have one. It's still a little midnight. Oh.